Robotics is a fast-growing field that allows people to build things that move and interact with the world. And I don't know about you, but there are a few fundamental questions surrounding robotics, and especially drones, that I would like answered. How can a robot know where it is in regard to its environment? How can it make decisions on how to move or engage with a space? Or in the case of a farmer's field, see which crops to spray or even photograph? Well, that is what this Quick Talk Tuesday is going to address. This is Cassie Turkstra, and you're listening to another episode of Vivid Machines Variety. The discipline of robotics includes computer science, engineering, artificial intelligence, and more. Many of these topics have been covered in the past episodes here on our show. However, there's something very special about how a robot is able to perform tasks, collect data, and do amazing things. It's fascinating that humans found a way to build something that can fly, swim, or even explore a planet. It's something that continues to baffle me. The capabilities of these machines are vast and complex. Certain robots have been programmed to work in agriculture and help farmers conduct tasks in greenhouses and in their row crops. As great as this all sounds, how is it possible? Well, it comes down to specific parts that make up how a robot is able to function. The first part that helped me understand was the process of localization. In simple terms, this is a robot determining where it is based on its environment. There are several ways in which this process is achieved, and research continues to be developed on how to program a machine to have this ability. There's also the cognition aspect, where a robot decides how to act to achieve their program goals. An example of this could be as simple as moving from point A in your living room to point B. With all of this comes a ton of planning on the part of the robot and the human behind the scenes. Localization might be able to tell you where it is, but planning tells the machine where to go next. Robots are often equipped with complex mental maps of their environment they encounter in order to learn from it and plan how to interact with it in the future. And when it comes to vision, you probably could have guessed that the majority of this is done through cameras with the assistance of sensors. A lens can act as their eyes and sensors on different parts of their machine can act as their sense of touch. As you can see, there would be a lot going on behind the scenes with the engineering and programming of these complex machines. In order to be able to function, a robot needs to be provided with specific actions and what the effect of those actions should be. Or in better terms, what's happening and what do you want done about it? And through a lot of scientific hard work, these robots can perform. This is possible through the machinery and programming that puts these robots into action. They are provided with a set of code, which is the instructions, and hardware. Then with the arms, sprayers, cameras, or whatever they would need to do a task and collect data from it. Like installing a mechanical arm to sort and pick fruit from a tree. So jumping over to a field such as agriculture, you can imagine the vast capabilities of these robots to assist in farming. There have been examples of robotic arms that can sort through fruit packaging and manage not to grab a fruit too hard in order to cause damage or bruising. The robot is taught to perform these tasks and would learn from its mistakes as it goes through the production line. There have been automated tractors and specialty drones that go into farmers' fields and use their cameras to spot weeds and treat them. How's that possible? Well, you should check out our episode on AI and machine learning to learn more. In short, we can tell a computer over and over and over, 
this is a weed, this is a weed, this is a weed, that's not a weed, and so on and so on. Then it can learn and predict where weeds will appear, what weeds will look like. Then they can move forward to address the problem when they're presented with it. Cool, right? The aspect of machine learning is teaching it by providing data and labeling it. An example of this weed spraying is seen in Blue River Technologies. So if you get the chance to search them up, you'll have a great direct example of what we're talking about here. These tasks have greatly advanced in the last 20 years. No longer is machinery primarily used assembling cars around the world, but it is also used for a large variety of other tasks, such as surgeries, cleaning, or even fighting fires. It's a captivating topic to research and talk about because of how fast the field is able to change and adapt to different situations. As usual, if you have any comments or questions about this episode, my email is always open, cassie at vivid-machines.com. Also, feel free to shoot me a message about what you would like to learn on our next Quick Talk Tuesday. This is Cassie Terkstra, and thanks for listening to another episode of Vivid Machines Variety.